the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. It's Friday night. That's right. There's nowhere I'd rather be than on a Friday night. Maybe even especially when it's Friday the 13th. Maybe I'm too scared to go home. (laughs) Instead of hanging with y'all another hour. Y'all know that's not true. There's nowhere I'd rather be than with you guys. And this is our two hour dose of the Andrea Kay Show. Have y'all heard about this little author called Bark Twain? Well, he's going to be here a little bit later to tell you why your pups want you to get the bark out of here and take your bark on the road and get to work. So we're going to have a little fun with Bark Twain a little bit later. Want to keep having fun with you guys? Give me a call. 888-344-1170. All right. Question for you guys. Oh, before I go further, I got to bring in my brother, even for hour two. And it's none other than DJ Potato Skins. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. This is a question you can ask me as well. Yes, it is. This is a question that it, that's not going to maybe you know make your teeth itch like Good. my question last hour. <laughs> my last hour. No, I did not find a Larry the Lactator who's going to help save us by willing to breastfeed or pump breast milk. Um, no, this is a question that I don't know if it's as much for you because you haven't watched Fox News in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. But there are many people that continue to watch Fox News, but they say, I only watch Tucker. And I've been telling people for a while that Tucker does some great segments and then Tucker does some really questionable things like when he brought on the partner of Hunter Biden in the run up to the election and there was some really questionable things he did with uh, that interview and the he basically used the interview with that guy uh, the part I can't remember his name who had a lot of damning evidence against hunter biden to get a lot of ratings um get a lot of eyeballs on his show and then after he interviews this guy basically backs off the story and says there's really nothing to see here in terms of anything that would make um i can't remember now exactly how he phrased it but he basically went on to say that you know um there really wasn't anything to really see here and we need to just forgive and move on kind of a thing. And I'm just paraphrasing because I don't remember how exactly he did it. And I thought, well, that's because you went to school. You, you, you went to high school to that Tony expensive private school. Uh, I think it's the high school that's a part of George Washington University and he's of the manor born and he's of the establishment. And so that might explain why, um, he's done some things that I considered questionable. And I've been telling people Fox is not your friend. Including Tucker Carlson. 
including Tucker Carlson. And he's on there. And I think he does these conservative stories at times uh, that that only keep conservatives for the purpose of being the carrot that keeps conservatives, giving them eyeballs on Fox News, which then gives them money. So you think it's intentional? It's intentional. It's manipulative. You and I have talked about it. If Tucker really wanted to do anything to move conservatism ahead, he would leave Fox News. He would still have the eyeballs. He doesn't live in D.C. anymore anyway. He lives in Florida. He does the show remotely. He would have just as many eyeballs and, you know, he doesn't need the money. I think he's I think he was the creator of Daily Caller. That's still a a prosperous outfit for him. Um, And that leads me to my point. Come to find out, uh, the reason why Dinesh D'Souza is in a war with Tucker Carlson is because it's not just that Fox News Channel, now run by Paul Ryan and some Suzanne woman, it's not just the, or that Lachlan Murdoch or, or liberals, um, it's not just because of that why the movie 2000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza's movie with proven proof that the election was stolen in November 20. It's not just those far left liberals on Fox News Channel that are blacklisting that movie and not allowing it to be talked about on their network, it's Tucker Carlson. According to Dinesh D'Souza and the woman from True the Vote, she is reporting that she was told by Tucker Carlson's producers that she was not allowed to mention the movie 2000 Mules. So let's say we you want to give Tucker Carlson the benefit of the doubt that um, he's, he's taking... Um, taking orders from the far left crazies running the outfit. That's not an excuse in my opinion. There's nothing that matters in this country. If you care about the United States of America, than the security of our elections, nothing matters if our elections don't matter. And if I had that kind of coin, if I had the bank that Tucker Carlson has, there's no way that anybody, any producer, any executive producer, any owner of any media outlet would be in, would be in any, even remotely have the chance of telling me what I was allowed to say in a show. No way would I allow myself to be censored. Any politician running for office right now that doesn't talk about 2000 mules as a Republican is, is worthless to me. And any conservative outfit that's not talking about 2000 mules, shame on them as well. And now I'm hearing the Newsmax has blacklisted it. I've got to, I've got to verify that for myself because I go on Newsmax every week. And I got to, and I got to make, and I've got to think about, although they never tell me what I can say. So I've got to investigate that further. On what's going on with Newsmax and then make a decision as to whether or not I'm going to continue to go on there if they're blacklisting it. And I haven't verified that yet. And then to make matters worse with Dinesh D'Souza, he, he, uh, he's got a video out that I've got to look into, but it seems as though he's saying that they actually used some footage of his movie and didn't credit him for it. Who, Fox News? Or Tucker Carlson. That's what I, uh, that's what it, it it's, um, Seems like he's saying in this one clip on Twitter. But yet he won't have uh, Carlson won't have him on. Right. So um, I find that interesting because, yeah, why would you if if Fox News is blacklisting it or Tucker is? I, I don't know if that's if it was. I don't know if he was referring to his movie, 2000 Mules, as having clips of it t- taken and presented as Tucker's or if another movie. I wasn't quite sure about that. What we also what we do know today, though, is that the uh, organization True the Vote that partnered with Dinesh D'Souza in the making of this movie, which was executive produced by Salem Media Group, by the way. So we we are the answer. San Diego is part of Salem. So that should tell you where we stand in terms of uh, getting the truth out there about elections. Salem Media Group 
cares about the truth about elections. Um, but True the Vote did announce today that they have filed lawsuits on this in various states, including, uh, I think it's pretty much every state that was contested. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Arizona, and maybe even possibly Georgia lawsuits have been filed. Um, we had a caller yesterday on the comment line who said that he was disappointed that when he watched the movie 2000 Mules, that at the end, Dennis Prager still wasn't convinced. I had an, another listener who uh, mentioned on Facebook, he was listening to last night's show, heard the caller say that Dennis Prager was not convinced at the end. He said that when he got to the end of 2000 Mules, that Dennis Prager said, well, you know, I was agnostic at first, but democracy was stolen. So All I, I can think of is maybe the listener didn't see the entire thing got up at some point. Right. Or maybe, maybe, maybe the way Prager you know, expressed it or whatever, because he can be so philosophical, so deep. So, you know, almost like, you know, he's lulling you into like thinking you're in a spa. He's a smart guy. Yeah, he's very smart. So I would, yeah. So um, any, maybe that's, maybe we've got a tie here of viewers of 2000 Mules. If you've seen it, you know, let me know. know. Yeah, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Um, I've seen the trailer and I've seen other uh, other clips from it, Um, but I will be watching it this weekend. Okay, um, the, uh, speaking of Twitter, because I was talking about Dinesh D'Souza on Twitter, because this big battle going on between him and, and Fox News. Speaking of Twitter, um, Musk has put the Twitter buy on hold. And when I first heard this, I immediately put it out there on social media. What are your thoughts? A lot of people, uh, the majority of people said, well, you know, he's a smart businessman and, and he's looking at this deal and going, well, you know what? I had to sell off a lot of my shares of Tesla to do this deal. And now I'm looking at it going, I think that they've, this is, you know, their view of what Musk is really contemplating here, that it looks as though he's looking at this deal going, I had to sell off so much from Tesla here. And now I'm looking at this and Twitter has been underestimating the number of fake accounts and number of accounts and users, you know, is, is integral to the monetization of Twitter and how much it's worth. Right. Because social media is all about how many users do you have and therefore how many how much can you sell in terms of sponsorship? And I'm not sure all the ways that Twitter is monetized, but that's a factor. Uh, Some other people are saying, no, this dude was never for real from the beginning. He's playing games. He's manipulating. I, I can't crawl inside his head and crawl around. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know. I really hope this he does go through with it because it regardless of how it shakes out in the end, it's a step forward for social media, I believe. Well, it's not clear really what the deal is. And speaking of unclear, how about a daily dose of non-clarity from your favorite unclear installment in G? (laughs) Clip two. And that's why I asked President Harris to travel to the region last August. And that's why I asked President Harris to travel to the region last August. At at, at the... I know. I can taste it. <laughs> President Harris? Oh, right now, she, I, right now, I'm telling you that woman doesn't even want the job, and, and maybe he doesn't either. Maybe it's not about him having any issues with his cognitive abilities at this point. I think that could be his, his slip is showing, his Freudian slip. I don't you think and I this were talking man- about that before the show. I really, truly think it's happened a couple of times. I think that's been in the plan since the get-go. I'm surprised Joe is still there. I think he's saying this is a view of things to come. I think that he never wanted to be to, to be in this position at this stage in his life. I honestly think that he um, either never really wanted to be in, in, at this age to be 
the occupant of the White House and be president of the United States because he doesn't have the energy for it. But he did it because he thought that this would be a way to protect Hunter from investigations Um, and or he thought that he was not going to have he didn't know that he was going to be that it would be such a a constant horror show crisis and that he would be he thought he was going to be living out his term in the White House in the Oval Office like when he was on the campaign trail in a basement all day not having to do anything or interact with people and and that by now Harris would be taken over for him and he didn't really want this gig at this point. Well, that's my theory. I really truly thought that he was going to be gone, Andrea, within the first six to seven months. I did not think he was going to hang on this long and Harris has done so badly. Whoever's pulling the strings says, nah, Joe, you got to hang in there a little longer. Yeah. Interesting. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Did y'all hear that Netflix sent, sent a Dear John letter out? (laughs) Remember that old TV show, Dear John? Yeah, who are they breaking up with? We're going to tell y'all when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Friday the 13th edition. Uno momento in a minute. I'm going to tell you how y'all may be able to see me in a horror film that when it aired on a Friday the 13th years ago was the reviews of it said that it was the goriest movie to ever air on TV. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But speaking of movies and streaming movies, Netflix actually sent out a dear, what I'm calling the Dear John letter. And it was a letter to employees. Did you have a chance to read that today, Madame? I didn't, actually. And then you came into the studio. You read it to me. You know what? A smart move by Netflix because they were hurting. Yeah. I mean, they have been bleeding out because when Netflix first started, actually years ago, did y'all, there, a lot of people may not even know that when Netflix first started, it was a, a DVD. No, I was right alongside when they first started up. Yeah, it was uh, for you kids who don't even know this, that when they started, it was instead of going to Blockbuster to rent your rent rent your movies, you could rent them via snail mail and get your Netflix movies, right? That's how and they you started. Would, you would build a queue online, and then when you would send the disc back, they would ship you your next DVD. Right. So then they became like the first streaming, right? So they didn't really have any competition. And now they've got some major competition. And um, so uh, things like when the Netflix employees all went nasty publicly over Dave Chappelle, that they hurt were really them. They at a crossroads. They could have gone either way. Right. And so what Disney decided, Disney. Well, it's kind of similar to Disney because these Netflix employees were all like, you better tow our our agenda oh, sure. or we're going to do X, Y, Z or whatever. I never so, thought about that, but Netflix actually corrected course. Yeah, they did. And here's what they said to their employees. Uh, they told them, according to this article, they, t- they told their employees they could flicks off. <laughs> okay, that you know what? That's nominee for Hero of the Week. I know, that's, that's awesome. Here's what they said in their letter. Depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. If you'd find if you'd find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. Entertaining the world is an amazing. Well, well before I go on, I mean, basically, this company is telling their people, if you don't like the product we're putting out here, you don't have to work here. This would be like you go into um, work at, a, at some at um, what's the name of that that Mexican food company that's based Goya. 
right? Is, is that, isn't that the name of the Mexican food? So. Goya. And going to work there at their manufacturing facility up in LA and going, you know what? I'm vegan. I can't work on, I can't work on this, the tamale line or whatever. Food then don't, don't apply. They'd be like, well, wh- what do you think we're going to do? Get rid of our meat here? Get, get rid of our animal products? Cause no, hit the road, Joe. Hey, let Take me go, little- get work, go work it in and out. But you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm vegan. Change the menu. Right. But, the, but so much of this is the employee mentality in the United States of America today. And this comes about as the, after so many years of this false narrative of corporations are evil and this whole communist Marxist idea of, you know, the, it's all about the workers. Oh, no, 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 no. There's never been a worker that was paid by a broke employer. The, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? The employer comes first. The people who put the money up, who made the investment, who bought the equipment on the manufacturing line. It was the people that invested in Netflix that hired you. It ain't about you. Okay. Take your Joe and hit the road. Okay. So that, so I go on though. Entertaining the world is an amazing opportunity and also a challenge because viewers have very different tastes and points of view. Correct. So we offer a wide variety of TV shows and movies, some of which can be provocative. Yeah. Like their movie, he's expecting they're putting out. The letter goes on um, to pen, to help members make informed choices about what to watch. We offer ratings, content warnings, and easy to use parental controls. Not everyone will like or agree with everything on our service. While every title is different, we approach them based on the same set of principles. We support the artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with. We program for a diversity of audiences and tastes, and we let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists voices. I support Netflix. 100%. 100%. Because you know what? I'm not going to, you know, uh, when they take this position of we're basically kind of like what Facebook and Twitter were supposed to be, which was just for platforms for people to put their content up there without censorship. And I was stayed on Facebook and Twitter, even though there's other people with accounts that are pushing out their narratives I don't agree with. I feel comfortable staying on, you know, a subscriber of Netflix um, if it, with them taking this position, I you don't think that's, I don't Seriously, think this is, I think this is a huge deal. They're the hero of the week for me because that took some, some guts and it's going to be the best thing for their company and for their subscribers. Right. I mean, to me, and you guys can tell me as conservatives, if you disagree with us, I think this is the conservative position where the company says we are just a provider of content, content creators. They Netflix makes some of their own. They do um, they have a lot of Netflix originals. There are a lot of Netflix originals, but they, they do Netflix originals that are, have conservative content, Netflix oh, originals that are others. It, it really is, is. It's a wide array. Um, I have family members that have worked on different Netflix productions and they they pay well. I know which is somebody good. personally that works there and they say it's actually one of the greatest companies they've ever worked for. Right. Um, I don't feel, and you guys can tell me if you disagree, 888-344-1170. I don't think that it violates my conservative principles to watch a Netflix if I have a choice. And if they're respectful of my views and they provide content that serves me as a conservative, they provide content that is, you know, um, um, what somebody else is going to want to watch. It's, I think it's America. It's, I don't not go to a movie theater because maybe they're showing some movie that I don't like. I'm just not going to go see that movie. Right. I'm not going to support that. I think that's the, 
at least that's how I look at it as a conservative. You guys can tell me if you disagree with me on that. I mean, I could take the purest standpoint of they've got a movie called He's Expecting on there, so I'm not going to watch. But, you know, what other streaming service has movies that I don't want to see? Like HBO Max, I think, has The Chosen on it, which is Jesus's story. So and at the same time, I guarantee you HBO Max has content on there that I would find particularly offensive. So, you know, um, that's my viewpoint on it. Speaking of offensive and Hollywood, who's ever heard of this actress or alleged actress, Patty Lupone? I never until you sent me the clip today and I will never see anything she's in again ever. She was in a TV series years ago that starred, I think it was called Life Goes On. I only watched a couple of episodes because I liked the little young actress, Kelly Martin. And it was a series that had um, Kelly Martin's, I don't remember the name of her character, Patty Lupone played her, played her mother. And her brother in the series was autistic. And so I watched a couple of episodes and thought it was sweet, but, you know, sweet isn't, you know... It was a little saccharine for me. You know, I need a little bit more of an edge in my TV, okay? Um, but she played the mom. And I, other than that, I don't even remember her in the series. So she didn't really, you know, she didn't wow me with her performance. But that could have been the dull writing. So, but since then, which was in the 90s, who's seen this woman? Who even knows who she is? Well, some theater goers decided to buy some tickets and go see her in a play, and um, she decided to go full on um, soup Nazi on them, to use a reference from a really good TV show, um, over masks. And you did you did do some editing on this, did you not? To do I some did. bleeps it's out, completely clean. Y'all need to listen to this. Um, the the people who produced this clip call her a Broadway legend. <laughs> Uh, maybe a legend of being a biznatch. <laughs> Not, I've never heard of her as a Broadway legend. But anyway, please play clip four. Put your mask over your nose. That's why you're in the theater. That is the rule. If you don't want to follow the rule, get out. What a hate. What an absolute hate. And by the way, the people who bought the tickets pay your salary, lady. You don't sell out shows, you don't get paid. That's right. You don't sell out tickets. And then the, these, these shows, these um, theatrical productions will close quicker than your eyebrows falling down after your Botox is worn off. Okay, who do you think you are, Patty Lapone, who's nobody even seen since this TV show from the 90s? Broadway legend, indeed. <laughs> legend in her own mind. Wow. How many how many people can you uh, how, can you get your money back if you buy a ticket for a show and then you then you see this kind of nonsense? Or you, you know, I bet you honestly, I actually used to work at a theater company years ago. If you pressed hard enough and you said what happened, I bet you you could get your money back. Yeah. That is to treat, these were customers that paid money to go and see her perform. Paid money, good money. But this is Hollywood. This, and actually more than Hollywood, what this is, is these are just like those Karens, right? That come up and scream and, and get in people's faces and have meltdowns in grocery stores that didn't have masks on. This is the totalitarian, authoritarianism, fascist mindset of the left. Crazy. Um, so here's hoping that that show does fold and oh, close I hope up. It closes so quickly. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, speaking of shows and work, when we come back, we've got Arthur Bark Twain who's going to be here to tell y'all why your little fur babies and your little doggy friends at home are telling y'all to get the bark to work, okay? We're going to have a little fun on Friday Fun Day with Bark Twain. Come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's show. Before we bring on our next guest, Bart Twain, with his missive about what your your puppy dogs want you to know, we want to wrap up. We want to wrap up a, a story from earlier that we talked about. We were talking about a little war going on with Dinesh D'Souza and Tucker Carlson. Yep. Seems they've made up, according to Dinesh, but to, for me and Skins, we think it'll be made up when um, Tucker starts talking about the movie. Yeah, the only way out of this, because it's just like Republicans. All talk, all lip service doesn't matter. Have Dinesh on your show, talk about 2,000 mules, and then I'll believe it. Talking about it ain't getting it done. Okay, speaking of getting it done, uh, COVID lockdowns may be over, but many people are continuing to work from home, right? And y'all may think that you're doing your little fur babies some service by staying at home and hanging out with them all the day, Um, but not according to Bark Twain. He wants you to know that your pets are sick of you working remotely and he's written a book about it called go the bark to work and he joins me now hello bark twain hi how are you doing today well i'm good thank you very much but i'm having a hard time imagining that my baby boy my gator my fur baby don't want me at home with him bark twain of course they don't want you home with them they want you home with them at nighttime cuddling with them they want you to wake up with them but during the day they want to be on their own now, why would they no, want to be on their own? Because they think I might have some some gummies from somewhere, and they're going to get into. We do have a lot of pets getting into the gummies. Why do they want? Why do they want me? Why doesn't he want me home? Because it's when uh, dogs like do the most mischief, right? They lie on the kitchen table, they lie on <laughs> your dining room table, they eat things, they get into trouble, right? I mean, they they go, try and go outside to meet their girlfriend, the poodle next door. <laughs> I mean, they just. They want to be free, right? <laughs> when you're there, it's kind of like, oh, we can't go on the dining room table. Let's just go sleep on our beanbag. Yes. Right? Yes. Because when, when I'm home with my, my baby boy, Gator, uh, he doesn't like me to put him in his place position. I've, I've trained him that when I say place, he's got to go over and get in his spot and he's got to sit there. When he really wants to be over up on me uh, on a sofa, if I, if I'm working on my laptop. So I hear you there. I hear you. Um, now, how do you know this Bart Twain? Have, have these dogs been telling you this? I mean, have they been writing you letters saying, Hey, please represent us and please be our spokesperson. <laughs> so actually my dog was the inspiration for it. Cause he was giving me the, the puppy eyes to get out of the house. And so I decided, well, it must be really crazy to be a dog and just be like, oh, my life is now over because my owner won't leave the house. And, you know, I was taking him for walks and he was the one that was getting tired, right? Dogs like to be walked and just kind of like, leave me alone. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't actually um, channel channel dog's thoughts. Um, okay. But you just tell, he was giving me the keys to my car, you know, <laughs> he was my briefcase at the front door. He's giving all these subtle hints like leave. Yeah, kind of like wives do with their husbands. Um, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, maybe one way we could figure out whether our dogs want us to actually leave is maybe if we set up a little cu- puppy camera, a little dog cam at home and watch what they're doing when we're not there. That might reveal whether or not your dog wants you to leave or not. Because, see, I've been telling myself until I saw this, Bart Twain, I've been telling myself that no way but that my baby would not want me home. But now I'm wondering... Um, why he might not want me at home. In other words, what is he possibly doing behind my back? Now, my baby isn't big enough to counter surf, but a friend of mine's got this black lab that she found out that was literally, literally up on top of her kitchen counters trying to grab at snacks when she wasn't at home. Yeah, and so that's how I found out about my dog is we have a dog cam and I saw him laying on the dining room table. (laughs) And I was like, you got to be kidding me. What kind of dog so, is this? I'm, I'm, uh, it's a half pit bull, half, uh, uh, I have no idea what the other half is. All right. Uh, um, well, pit, pits so, are kind of like their own thing. I mean, they they, they kind of like to roam. They kind of like to own their own space, right? I, now, have you found that this might be different by different breed? Uh, no, I think all dogs like to literally be alone. Do you, let me ask you a question, right? Yes. Uh, I don't know if you're married or not, but let's say you're married, right? Would uh-huh. you want your husband next to you all day long, 24 seven? No, that's why, that's why God made divorce lawyers. <laughs> so how do you think, a, how do you think a dog feels? I mean, because they're know, supposed what? to be pack animals, Bart Twain. Aren't, 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 aren't doggies supposed to know. want to have us? Isn't this dog, this dog was so I mean, the dog got so nuts, he had to go to therapy. <laughs> and then, to make it even crazier, besides the therapy, the dog thought he might have been better off in the pound. That's <gasps> how that, that's how his owner, like, literally got to him. The dog, like, thought he might be better off in the pound. So the dog was looking for a lawyer to file some emancipation papers. He was like, get me out of here. I want to emancipate myself from these tyrannical owners. I need to find, I need to find somebody else. Okay. Gotcha. Exactly. He was worried about, you know, the the price of inflation, how the <laughs> owner that doesn't go to work, right? How is he going to afford dog food? Well, yeah, especially so, with these shortages we got going on right now, right? But you would think yeah. that these dogs would be a little bit more uh, sympathetic and be, you know, more concerned about the fact that now these dog owners got to pay $7 a gallon of gas to, to hustle it to work. So, you know what, maybe these dogs need to need to wise up and realize that, you know, we got to maybe share some space to save on some, you know, if, if, if you want a pig ear, uh, you know, this is what, this is what these dog, pet owners maybe need to be telling these dogs. You want another pig ear, you're going to shut it and you're going to go <laughs> into place where I tell you, or I might just have to put you in a crate. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Dogs now own my dog owns my house. Now I have to ask him permission to sit on the couch. Right. I, I walk on eggshells around this dog. This dog literally controls the house. Why? What's the name? Of, what's the name of your dog? Mario. Um, OK, that's I, I was thinking you've named this dog princess or something because this dog is just owning you. <laughs> no, no, no. It might be, it might be time for you, Bart Twain. There might be it might be time for you to take a or Google on YouTube some dog training lessons. Oh, no. He's had dog training. He's, he's fully trained. The problem is, is like dogs, what, what I notice is that dogs kind of like when you, when you leave the house, they kind of think the house is theirs and they run around and they go crazy. And then when you're home, it's kind of like, 
Mm-hmm. They just took a Valium. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it could explain why literally the, the, there's an article out the other day at NBC News that pets are getting into their owner's edibles and overdosing on cannabis. This might explain why. I don't know what you're doing, but, you know, I don't know if, you, if you're enjoying the, the gummies or the edibles. Um, but this could explain why a lot of the dogs are wanting their pet owners to skedaddle so that they can have like their home version of a rave going on with the parents. Are at work. <laughs> Potatoes yeah. Kids is like, yeah, party on Dwayne. Party on Wayne. <laughs> I mean, Judge Janine did a whole thing on the uh, on the book on the five today. Yeah, what Judge um, Janine have to say? She loves the book. She thinks the book is uh, clever, and she likes the fact that people need to go back to work. Well, it, I, it, it supposedly is a full-color guide. I didn't get the chance to actually see it. Um, but I really want to see it because it looks like it could be a really cute, like coffee table book and something that people could have a laugh when they come over. Kind of like, um, awkward family photos, which is my favorite coffee table book. I like books that make people laugh and it might make them even a little uncomfortable at the same time. So yeah, uh, Bart Twain, this book is supposedly funnier, snarkier and more street savvy, uh, than you'll ever be. It says here. So buy it for yourself Oh, as a gift for a friend. And get and go the bark to work. So I absolutely love yeah, this so it. much. Yeah, buy it for your son that doesn't want to get off the couch. Buy it for <laughs> your husband that doesn't want to leave the house. <laughs> buy it for you know. Buy it for people that have no ambition in life. And this way, it'll tell them like, go back to work. <laughs> this could be a service for uh, dog lovers and pet owners alike everywhere. Bart Twain, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks thank for the you laughs. So much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. All right, y'all stay tuned because we've got, uh, coming up, we've got our last segment. We've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And Bart Twain just might be a nominee for Hero of the Week. 888-344-1170. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. On May 22nd through 28, 2022, the 75th World Health Assembly will convene at the United Nations headquarters in Geneva, Switzerland, with delegates from 194 nations to vote on the Biden administration's amendments that will hand over national sovereignty and authority to the World Health Organization. Without being uh, made publicly known, on January 18th, 2022, officials from the Biden administration quietly sent the World Health Organization extensive amendments without an official statement or single press conference. These proposed amendments are written to strengthen the organization's ability to unilaterally intervene into the affairs of nations merely suspected of having a health emergency of possible concern to other nations. In other words, it will be the World Health Organization that will decide down the road or at any point, if they want to put the entire United States of America into Shanghai level lockdowns, they will have the authority to do so. We actually have a caller on the line, Troy, who wants to weigh in on this very topic. Hey, Troy. Hello. Actually, you just stole my thunder because I didn't know you were on this subject. So, yes, I just want—I was going to make that aware if you didn't know it. But I'd like to switch to another topic real quick. Well, we we got to uh, stay on this. Well, you know what? Hang on, Troy. What are your thoughts on this? Because the, I don't want to switch off this right away because this is absolutely monumental. That the American oh, I people. I know. Trust me. And what I'm going to tell you in a second is uh, is what I think could be could be happening. Uh, it's, it's horrendous. It's exactly what you say. It's worldwide health 
they one organization controls the world's health. That's what they're trying to do. So, yes, it's unbelievable. Yeah, because on last now, night's show, we played the clips from Joe Biden in which he talked about, um, uh, I, I can't remember now exactly how he said it, but he talked about uh, uh, other leaders needing to put money into this new uh, program that they've, that they're, um, I can't remember exactly how he described this new, you know, program to try to basically uh, get tests around the world. At ba- basically, a worldwide global plan for shots in getting shots into every arm. It's basically this, and I've been saying it for a while that COVID was the opportunity for them not just to seize control over the nation and their communist power grabs, but but move the United States of America into the global reset, one new world order, one world government, and here it is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now, my second point is, today I was watching something between MSNBC and CNN, and uh, I got the tail end of this, but it was talking about Christians specifically wanting, possibly wanting to secede from the union for reasons like this and so forth. And they were like getting really kind of scared about it. Would you like to know what I did last night? Yeah. I, last night, after I got off work, thought of this exact subject. I sat down at the computer and I started writing down every Oklahoma, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida's governor's numbers so I could call them to say, you guys really need to think about seceding. Well, that yeah, was what I did before I thought, which was hilarious when I actually saw it. Oh, what was? Wait, say that again. What was hilarious when you saw it? It was hilarious that I saw this today because they were talking about Christians specifically wanting to. Secede. Oh, so you had already I mean, been thinking about seceding, and then you saw this World Health Organization story today. Well, yeah, I, I mean, right. we've been thinking for a while that we needed to separate in this country because I have nothing in common. I will not reach across the aisle. I will not. Uh, f- I, I have nothing in no. common with the people that are, are per- perverted enough that pedophilia. Pedof- enough of pedophiles that they're grooming children and trying to trans trans children that are bringing in anybody that wants to come into this country and open borders. Uh, these are communists, and I have nothing in common with communists. Yeah. And I think it's time if they're going to do this, we we need to be thinking about su- succeeding. I absolutely agree, and I'm not really sure yeah. that Texas is as red as people think it is. Um, I'm not sure no, that, Ten- that I'm not sure that Tennessee is. I'm looking at Georgia. I'm looking at Florida. And um, Why Georgia, because uh, Georgia is Hollywood East. Yeah, but I got family in Yollywood. So if I, you know, oh, I got to okay. think, I got to think about if I'm going to succeed, uh, how much, how much am I going to put up with to be close to family or do I succeed away from them as well? Because, yeah, unfortunately, I have family that work in, in the Hollywood industry. They're not red enough. I mean, yeah, they aren't red enough anymore. And I understand Texas, too. But I think that Texas has a chance. If Christians move in to possibly, you know, you're talking about an all-out war. We really are. But if, my, if it's for my right to worship God, oh, I'm ready to go. 
Well, yeah, because let me tell you, that's what's coming next is they have been working a long time to replace God with state. And that will be a part of America's future once they get, uh, you know, this new world world order, one world government communist plan going. It will it it will involve them denying you your ability to practice your religion, because that's what these communist systems. Uh That's what they depend on. Troy, got to leave it there because we're up against the end of the show. Thank you for calling in. Can I get my can I get my hero and my stink of the week? Real quick, man. Okay. Kathy Ballard in Pennsylvania, the way she's coming on in that state, she could actually win that and it would be fantastic. And my stink of the week would be the five Republicans not willing to go in front of court. If you did nothing wrong, you shouldn't have a problem. And the Supreme Court justices, they could have gotten this taken care of early if they had come back in session knowing that the leak had been there. All right. Thank you for calling in, Troy. All right. Um, your comments on, on Troy's comments, Skins? You know, uh, the, uh, the, my stink of the week is actually going to be my, my comment on what he was just talking about. How the people in charge of our country are passing this stuff quietly yes. to not let the American people know what is really up their sleeves is super concerning. Well, it's frightening. We're about if we, if this passes and our and our health are in you can see what they did with this covid with these 14 days to flatten the curve was a lie. All these masks, six foot distancing, everything, the excuse, they completely shut down entire industries, took your jobs away from you. you healthy people not allowed to leave their homes. It's that it will be that times a million and we will never have our sovereignty back ever. Ever. This, this we will be through, done Andrew, as a nation. If we get, let's say, Trump back in office or DeSantis, whatever, it's going to be all out civil war because that's something that they're not going to stand for. This is just not good. Well, the, well, the thing is, is we didn't have enough conservatives willing to stand up for our rights when it was blatantly ridiculous back at the 14 days to flatten the curve. Right. It was, oh, just, oh, you know, Trump's trying to keep you safe and, you know, you got to give up your rights to get them back. You look at what's going on. I asked Naomi Wolf, are these sh- sh- these lockdowns and shutdowns going on in Shanghai? Can they happen here? We about to be Shanghai? Well, let me tell you, if this passes what's, what they plan to do, handing over our sovereignty to the World Health Organization, then we are done as a nation because they use the excuse of a healthcare emergency to seize complete control of a $5 trillion economy, and they will do it over and over and over again, and then we are done as a nation. And then elections won't matter, right? Won't matter who you elect. It won't who matter who you elect. We're, we're done because we've allowed the World Health Organization, we, we, our government it no longer exists really at that point. Because did anything really exist or matter when we had these lockdowns? What was the point of anything else? You couldn't go to work. Your kids couldn't go to school. Money was being printed and mailed out to people as though that was actually real currency and money. Businesses shut down. People need to push back on this and they need to do it now. This is the horror of the week. And on Friday the 13th, we're sharing this. I had no idea this was going on. Well, I was going to save it for Monday because I wasn't sure on Friday the 13th, the Friday night and Friday the 13th, that there would be enough people paying attention for us to get into really this deep. Plus, plus everybody, well, plus a lot of people are so focused right now on this baby formula crisis and we've got people unable to feed their babies. And that's part of the game that the left plays. They create a crisis over here. So there's a feeding frenzy on this issue right here while they're backdooring the real play in the long run. There, I can't have a hero of the week with that going on. 
This is this is some serious horror on Friday the 13th. Hey, love you all. Thanks to the callers, listeners, all our guests this week. We're going to recharge our batteries, and we'll be back here Monday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.